And welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplessy, not alongside Cody Owen as typically. Uh, this one is going a little solo today. So we're uh, going to be talking to you a little bit about, and when I say we, I mean me, it's going to be talking to you a little bit of another sales lesson. So the reason I wanted to bring this topic in, it's very fresh on my mind. I had a recent experience when it came to sales, where I was on the bad end of a sales experience. And it's not one of those horror stories or anything like that. It's not uh, getting, uh, you know, it's not one of those awful horror stories or anything like that. But I think there's some lessons here uh, in the experience that I have that we can take to the small business realm. Okay. Now my experience wasn't with a small business. It was actually with a very large corporation. So it's easy to say and, and, and see, oh, this was just a diluted, um, practice that got passed down to a guy who isn't experienced. But here's the thing, as bad as the experience that I received from two individuals from the same company, I want to be very clear here that as members of the entrepreneurial society and as people who are responsible for training their teams and staff, you have the opportunity to really make sure that your message is transferred to the customer through your team. The way that you want sales approached, the way you want business approached, the way you want the job approached should translate through you to your team and then to the work getting done. You know, as I discussed in my last solo podcast episode, no one can do the job better than you. And that, like I said, for the most part, that's that's true. This is your baby. This is your passion. This is your business. This is everything on the line for you. This is life. Your business is your life in some cases. And, uh, and so, of course, in most cases, most of the jobs are done best by you, but We've talked about delegation a thousand times on the show, and we've talked about building a team a thousand times on the show, and, and you've definitely got to do that. So let me tell you a little bit, let me share my story with you and share the fact that you know these are two individuals that you probably don't want on your team. And maybe, maybe that's really harsh. Maybe they could be, maybe they could be on someone's team, and actually maybe they actually could prove valuable to this company going forward. I've uh, forwarded an email already. Uh, to their management, uh, explaining my displeasure with it. And it's not, again, it's not a horror story. It's not one of these things. I wasn't mistreated. It was just a missed opportunity. And I have this thing about opportunities. Missed opportunities are also known as failures. And, you know, as Henry Ford, who said failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. And I think Mr. Ford had it right, is that yeah, okay, so these guys failed here, but unless someone actually corrects them, they're going to continue to fail. They're going to continue to do it wrong. They're going to continue to do it poorly. So without further ado, here's my story. I was recently gifted a gym membership. As some of you may know, I run on my lunch hour. That's how I keep in relative shape. Um, I wouldn't call it running so much as I'm jogging a very short distance uh, because I, you know, my endurance is still getting worked on, but I'm, I'm, I run about two miles a day, you know, give or take. And for me, that's impressive. And so as unimpressed as you may not be, as unimpressed as you may be right now, um, it's really impressive to me. So 
I'm sorry that uh, it probably doesn't meet some of your standards. I know I'm probably talking to some marathon runners out there who are just like two miles. I, uh, I did that in my sleep. Well, congratulations, but two miles is a big deal to me. Anyway, I was gifted a monthly membership to a gym and I'm not going to call out the gym in general, but it's a large gym. So like, think about your, your LA fitnesses, your 24 hour fitnesses, your gold's gyms, you know, those, that type of a large corporation. So a large parent involved with this. And I was gifted this monthly trial membership and been going there every day at lunch, running on the treadmill, swimming in the pool, shaking up my workout and stuff and, and, and enjoying it. And it's been nice. And, uh, so, um, you know, as the month has kind of gone along. I've thought about, uh, you know, what my renewal options would be. But before that, I actually got a phone call from a representative from this company. And uh, let's just call him Chad. Um, for all you Chads out there, I do apologize. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but just let's call him Chad. And Chad, actually, because that was his name. So, and since I'm not, hand- I'm not mentioning the name of the company, I can mention the name of the employee. It was Chad. So Chad calls me up and says, um, hello, may I speak to Bear? I said, this is Bear, how can I help you? Bear, this is Chad over here at ABC Gym. And um, I just wanted to let you, I wanted to check in and see how your, your, your monthly membership was going. Oh, it's good. Thanks, Chad. Appreciate it. Well, I just wanted to also let you know that, um, you know, as part of that membership, you are entitled to uh, one personal training session. It's part, of the, it's part of the deal. You can take advantage of it whenever you want. And if you like it, you can actually sign up for more and not have to renew your membership or anything like that. You can just pay for the training sessions and come in for those training sessions and we will give them to you at a discounted price. Are you interested? And I said, you know what, man, I just, I just use the membership to come and run on a treadmill or swim in the pool. And you know, that's it. I don't really, I really have no goals or anything like that. I just want to, to stay in relative shape. You know, I'm not looking at getting toned or anything like that. I'm just, just working out. So no, I'm not really interested. He's like, okay, bye. I'm not kidding. Guys, I'm not kidding. It was with that enthusiasm. And in fact, I think I was giving him more enthusiasm on the front end. He was very calm, almost disconnected. And it's probably because he was reading from a script a little bit. But I fed him a lot of information. I gave him a lot of insight, you know, something that I'm not interested in. But, you know, I gave him a lot of information. I was telling him, I just want to stay in shape. I just want to keep basics and stuff like that. So let's talk about this missed opportunity. He was so eager to get off the phone. We've had the conversation. We've had the podcast episode before about don't pitching wood. Don't get off the phone. Don't be more excited than the person you're talking to to get off the phone. And this guy failed that. He failed at that. Period. It was terrible. Got off the phone quicker than I, I didn't even realize that he had hung up. I mean, that's how fast he hung up. It was ridiculous. So that that's an easy one, right? Easy correction. So we're kind of dissecting this. The second thing is the fact that he asked me if I was interested in something. When I said no, he quickly went to, I'm done with this call. And he missed out on the opportunity to say, because I was feeding him information. He could have said, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that you like our facilities and everything, you know, especially since you mentioned the pool. I know you can't just swim anywhere you'd like. And since it's an indoor pool, are you interested in talking about renewal at this time? Are you interested in talking about some other services? You know, do you use the hot tub? 
you know, a lot of people use the hot tub to relax muscles after a workout and everything like that. We do offer massages as well. These are all kind of different angles that he could attend on this particular call, but instead he decided to, he decided he had done his job and that was it. Now, how many people out there listening to this would have been embarrassed by this effort? I'm raising my hand. You should be raising yours because if this was your employee, no, you wouldn't fire this guy instantly, but you would definitely pull him aside instantly and say, what was that? So I'll tell you what I did. I actually called him back. Yeah, I pulled uh, Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Ribisi from Boiler Room. I, um, I called him back. Ribisi's character in the movie Boiler Room didn't call him back, but he called the guy out. He, like, when he got a call, a sales call, he's like, that, really, that's your pitch? And I called back and I got the Chad and I said, hey, Chad, this is Barry. You just called me. And I want to know if we got disconnected, totally playing a joke on this guy. And he's like, no, no, no. You know, you said you weren't interested. And so I just appreciate your time. I mean, courteous. The guy was courteous. Got to give him that at this point. And I was like, Chad, um, I got to talk to you about something. And he's like, yeah. I said, I'm a customer. And you gave me a courtesy call as part of your job, I'm assuming. And I got to tell you, um, that was a blown opportunity, man. I gave you more information than most people probably do. Most people probably just say, hey, they're not interested and that's it. But I gave you some information about myself, insight into what I do uh, at your gym. And there was opportunity there to upsell me. First of all, I haven't renewed my membership yet. Second of all, you do offer other items. Third of all, I mentioned that I like to swim. You offer swimming classes, you know, aqua aerobics. Not that I would do that, but whatever people do. That's, a, that's something that I could have signed up for, your classes. I mean, I said, you missed out on so much there. I said, I know you're better than this because you're a nice guy. You're courteous. Like I said, he was courteous. And I, 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 took, I took pity on him. And yes, it, look, could this be like, I know some of you out there will be like, God, Barry, what a condescending ass. Like, like, why would you do this? Why would you waste your time? I waste my time on this kind of stuff. And I'm doing a little quote fingers here. Waste my time because I want people to be better. I really do. I want to be better. And it's when I realize in this particular individual that he could have made a better opportunity. And you know what? He probably has a pretty disconnected manager. Like I said, this is a large corporation. He probably has to make a certain amount of calls every day. Probably has a quota to meet. You know, it's probably, you know, I quoted Henry Ford a minute ago. It's probably assembly line calls and assembly line pitching. But I wanted him to be better. And that's why I wasted my time with Chad. And see, I know for you out there listening, I know you guys don't consider this wasting your time because if that was the call that your sales guy would make, you would pull him aside instantly and quickly and say, listen, um, don't know what that was, um, but uh, you're doing it wrong and uh, you need to be better. Now, for those of you who are members or non-members and may have attended our conference and may have attended one of my talks at this year's SA5, um, I quoted my father in my talk. And my father said, this is my actual dad. He said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Let me say that again. People don't care 
how much you know until they know how much you care. You have to care about the sale. You have to care about their needs. You have to really listen for opportunities in the conversation. Those intricate details, those little things. So let's make this a little relevant to you all. Okay? You cold call, lukewarm call, or call a hot lead and say, hey, I wanted to provide an estimate for you and you had shown interest in you know, some lawn care or a weekly cleaning. And so I wanted to give you an estimate on this particular job for your house or your property. And uh, here it is, blah, blah, blah. Well, Bear, um, you know, I did look, I did have the opportunity to look over the estimate. And uh, I noticed that uh, you don't have um, other services listed on there. You know, I, you know, with my last guy, I was a get edging and trim hedge trimming and things like that for a price pretty, pretty darn close to this. Actually, you're a little bit more. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm kind of conflicted because the price is a little high. Now we've, we've, we've talked about price hunters before and on this show and, and, and look, I, this isn't the time to get into the price debate with them, but that caller in this example gave some incredible insight. They're interested in edging. They're interested in hedge trimming. And you have an opportunity there to say, oh, that, that, that will be included or that could be included. Or, well, what, what was it about that particular service that, you know, you enjoyed? Um, you know, was it something you, you really want? Or is this just something that was included before that you, that you just found as a perk? What other – here's the other question. You mentioned edging and hedge trimming. What other things would you like seen done at your house? Did the last, what things about the last service provider did you not like? How can I make it better? Let's take price out of it for a whole second. How can I make it better for you? Cody and I have had this discussion on this show. How can I make it better? Well, first of all, the guy would show up at inconsistent times and I never knew when he was coming. Sometimes he would come on Wednesday. Sometimes he would come on Mondays. It was just really inconsistent. And I never knew what my lawn would look like. I never knew what my house would look like if you're coming to clean my house. Well, that's easy. Okay. I'm, you need me to be prompt and you need a time. You need a day specifically when I need to be there. I'm going to show up every single time. Unless here's the deal bear. If I'm not there on that day, you are getting notified ASAP. Hey, we're not going to be able to make it today. Here's what to do. And if I have, if that happens two times in a row, I will make sure to give you, you know, five percent off on your next invoice. Or I will be sure that my next trip, I am personally there helping, or some kind of guarantee like that. Extra effort. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's that simple. So Chad didn't care. And frankly, when he hung up the phone after I called him back and explained to him that he really missed out on an opportunity and probably thought I was just a, like I said, a condescending ass. I hope he did take some of the things to heart. And I, and I even told him, I apologize. I said, listen, I'm not trying to come across as that guy and I'm not trying to interrupt your day too much, but I just wanted to let you know that there were some opportunities there. And here's the thing. He blew it again because I'm sitting there mentioning he could have easily, now I would have, I, I can see why, you know, he's getting kind of scolded by me and he's probably thinking, oh, probably not the best time to ask him if he wants to upgrade his membership or something like that. But he didn't ask me again. Didn't ask me again. I told him to ask me and he didn't ask me again. 
So Chad failed. Let's fast forward to David real quick to close out the story and a little bit of a lesson here. Um, always be aware of your surroundings. Always be aware of what your company offers. You should train your employees to know as much or as much as possible of what you know. Know the services you offer. Know the products that you offer. Know the details of each job. Know the expectations of each job. Know everything inside and out. So when they're talking to employees, they answer questions as you would. They detail services the way you would detail it. They describe things the way you would describe or would want. Okay? Because everyone has their own style. Everyone has their own panache. Okay? So let's fast forward to David. David's his real name. Still haven't mentioned the company. ABC Gym. That's my made-up company name. And David says to me, I, I kind of go in on, yeah, I go in yesterday. This literally happened yesterday. I said, hey, I want to look at my options for renewal at this gym, ABC Gym. I want to sit down and see what my options are. So he sits down. And immediately, I'm, I'm kind of impressed by David because he starts making conversation with me. His system, now no, to no fault of his own, is running slowly. So he's like, I'm sorry about this. My system runs a little bit slow. Um, you know, how's your day going? He's like, oh, I see your workout back. What are you planning to, how are you planning to work out today? Well, I'm planning to go for a swim. Oh, yeah, swimming's really good. Are you training for anything? I mean, this is really in-depth conversation, much where Ch- Chad completely dropped the ball. David has picked up some slack here. And he's told me, hey, I'm interested in what you're interested in. Are you training for a triathlon? Are you training for something? Or are you just, and I said, no, I'm just swimming. I, you know, there's a pool there. I'm going to use it, you know, that kind of deal. And he was, he was like, oh, that's really fantastic, man. Swims are great. They're great because they're low impact, the blah, 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 blah. We have this short little conversation about swimming. He tells me he likes to swim as well to break up his workout, uh, his workout regimen too. I mean, we have three minute conversation as I'm giving him other personal details about me and he's looking up my best price for membership. And, you know, it, it was almost like a used car sales experience. A manager comes over and tells me we can credit this amount. And it was, it was a lot of lati dot. And I just wanted to look at my options really. Uh, and, but I gave him respect. I gave him the time of day, made conversation with him. And he says, you know, he's like, Hey, this is what we can offer. And I said, okay, well, let me think about it. He's like, yeah, why don't you go work out, go for your swim. And, uh, he's like, uh, actually he didn't say go for your swim. He said on that last time, he said, why don't you go work out and come back and with, to me with your decision. And I said, great. Sounds great. And, uh, so I go, go in the locker room, get in my swim trunks and everything. And I go out to the pool, get in the shower. You know, shower off before you get into the pool. I put my goggles on and I'm about to go down the steps into the pool. Well, the entrance is blocked off. So I've got tunnel vision. I'm going over to the other entrance to get into the other entrance. Also blocked off. So I'm about to jump in, right? Thinking, oh, this, the railing's bad or something like that. Railings at public pools are always breaking. Uh, that kind of thing. So I'm about to jump in. And then I look up suddenly and I see that the other two entranceways are also blocked off. So I kind of go over to the entrance and I see the sign that says, pool is closed until further notice. Okay. So let's be clear here. This signs were not put up in the five minutes that it took me to change from when I left this guy to the locker room to get into the pool. These signs were up for at least a good portion of the day, possibly even before. And I actually found out they were a day old, by the way. Missed opportunity, listening, but not caring. 
knowing but not caring. That was David's fail. He was engaged, or at least he appeared to be, but he really wasn't. How hard would it have been to say, sorry, bear, our pool's closed today. My bad, I apologize. So either he didn't know, which is his fault, it's his responsibility to know, and it's his manager's responsibility to tell him where he did know and didn't care, which is even worse. Missed opportunities, everyone. Missed opportunities are the way to succeed. So again, remember Henry Ford. Failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. David and Chad screwed up. It's up to them to make the next person's experience better than mine. And no, I will not be renewing my membership at that gym. So as always, really appreciate all your likes, shares, comments. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review, positive or negative, especially about Cody's hair. And uh, you know what? It's just been great talking to you guys again. And we look forward to next week for next week's episode of The Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplissy. We'll see you next time. The music in this episode of The Profit Roadmap was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.